Hi, everyone. Welcome back for episode 42 of the Simply Home Podcast. I'm your host, Colin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris. How are we doing, everybody? We're just a couple of best friends who are passionate about all things pop culture. If you're mm-hmm. looking for lukewarm takes on movies, video games, TV shows, or even the occasional comic, then we have the show for you. That's right. We haven't done a comic in a minute. No. Like, no. We, we talked about it. Yeah, I'd like to do a comic that's not Marvel, like just like or a yeah, good or DC. Com- like, yeah, just well, a, a have we com- done any DC comics? <clears throat> no, I said I thought we talked about last time uh, the the comic about Batman, like in the apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'd like to do something like that. Or mm-hmm. I know there's a couple of just other good comics out there. Yeah, like get some indie comics. There's one that I read called Sex Criminals. That's really good. Okay, and it's like a weird comedy where like it's a couple who when they have sex time freezes for everybody but them okay and then so they like basically divine a way to like we're gonna go into the bank go to the bathroom bang one out real quick and then rob the bank (laughs) while everyone's frozen (laughs) like legitimately (laughs) and so like they're criminals who but they're sex criminals (laughs) that sounds amazing it's actually really good no that sounds really really Um, good i can't think of the guy's name now but he wrote uh hawkeye my life as a weapon which was one of the major um, inspirations for the Hawkeye series. Really? And he's, the, I believe, the main writer on Sex Criminals. And it is. It's a good comic. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. But, no, yeah, I like indie comics. Um, obviously, The Walking Dead, I think, is probably the most famous like sure. indie comic. But, yeah. So I have to get into some and do a little bit of research before do I little, the, Do a little reading. So... Uh, this week we we're finally giving our thoughts on the sequel that's like 13 years in the making, uh, Avatar: Way of the Water. Mm-hmm. But uh, before we do, we have to talk about uh, excuse me, I am opening up a high C. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, but man, those little juice <laughs> those boxes. Little juicy boxes. Stop! Yeah. <laughs> you give me one of those. Stop playing. I'll tear yeah. it up live. Live right, right now. No, uh, we have, we got trailers for Barbie, Scream Six. Mm-hmm. Oppenheimer and Whoa. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah. All of them I'm very excited for. I am too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really we got a release window at least for Spider-Man 2 on PS5. Uh, we got some major updates on DC mm-hmm. and Henry Cavill's next large project. Oh, not a sponsor. <laughs> so if you're ready, we'll just jump into the news. Dude, let's hop right in. Let's jump. You ready to jump? Mm-hmm. Tell me you're ready. I'm ready. All right. <laughs> I want to hear it. Right in the crack. Right, right. After you off the We're going to we'll go jump, jump in your ass. ass. Jump in your ass. Right in the crack. Right in the crack. So we got our first trailer for Barbie. Uh, I really enjoyed the fact that it's like it is a parody of the 2001 A Space Odyssey. Yes. You know, it's just a bomb, <laughs> bomb. Bum, bum. And instead of chimpanzees like playing with bones and rocks, it's just little girls playing with, with baby dolls. dolls. And instead of the monolith, it's just it is Barbie, <laughs> just a giant statue of Barbie that is actually just Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't really show us a whole lot, which I like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just yeah, it, you kind of get an idea of tone. And you it's know, all, it's Barbie. Yeah, you know, like. Um, Margot Robbie, I think, looks really good as Barbie. Oh, yeah. You know, like the yeah. the outfit they had her in, the way she, you know, pulled the glasses down and gave like a wink. You yeah, know, it's like, oh, that's. That feels like Barbie. Um, we got a quick glimpse of all the different Kens. We're like, you know, <laughs> you saw like Ryan Gosling, and then we see yeah. Simu Liu, uh, you know, doing like some dance where it looks mm-hmm. like maybe there's a lot of Kens dancing. Right. Um, 
And then that's really it. Like we get a quick glimpse of like the basically the neighborhood. Yes. Uh, and it looks like a bunch of Malibu Barbie, like mm-hmm. dream homes and things like that. You know what I mean? Just a perfect little one. Yeah, exactly. And, I, I, and hope, I think it'll be funny. I hope that the, what, what's that one song? Barbie about? Girl? No, no. I was um, like, what? because we're living in, in a material world. Madonna, material world or material, material girl by <laughs> Madonna. Yes. Yeah. I was blanking on the name. But yeah, I mean, like I said, it's a teaser. It was like a minute long. Yeah. Um, you know, not a lot to it, but I really did enjoy the the vibe of it. Mm-hmm. And if they kind of carry that that tone, I think it'll actually be a good movie. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Scream Six actually looks pretty interesting. Yeah, I, I like haven't seen New York. Any of the screams other than the first one? I don't think I've only seen the first one, which I really enjoy. The first one, yeah, the first one was really um, good. I understand that the last one was actually pretty good. Mm. Uh, so I really like, like you said, I like the idea of putting Ghostface in like a big city, mm-hmm. uh, you know, New York City. And the poster that we got actually says like New York, new rules. So I like that. It sounds like maybe they're going to kind of stick with that motif of like horror movies having rules, yeah. you know. And I mean, it, you got a good opportunity to like. Well, horror has changed, so now what are the rules in horror? Sure, you know sure. what I mean? Uh, as opposed to like in the 90s. Uh, you know, we got to see Jenna Ortega. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to... I think she might have been in the one prior to this, but I'm not certain. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, but the trailer just shows like a scene in the subway, uh, and it looks like it's taking place around Halloween. And you've got a bunch of people wearing ghost face masks, and it's like, oh man, like... <laughs> Who is the killer, right? Which one's the, the real and, one? And, you know, they kind of did a play on, like, Alien, where, you know, the, the trailer says, you know, in a city of millions of people, no one can hear you scream, yeah. as opposed to in space, no one can hear you scream. Yeah. So I kind of like that, that it's already kind of referencing other horror, mm-hmm. which is the whole premise of Scream. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I thought it looked pretty good. Yeah, what's your favorite scary movie? We yeah. Call them what's your favorite scary movie, Cindy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also from uh, what is it from scary, scary movie. movie yeah <laughs> stabs her in the chest pops out the implant yeah or I like uh, when she's the, the cheerleader <laughs> the is in the it's on the dead it's the daughter in the car yeah because he's getting roadhead yeah he's getting dumb and he's oh <laughs> mows his daughter over just runs the daughter over yeah and I like uh in, in the first scary movie, when she's in the showers, the the cheerleader, or like in the locker room, oh, oh. and she's like making fun of scary movies, you know, mm-hmm. and is like, oh, is this the part where I break my leg? And she just like snaps her ankle, and he's like, no, what the fuck? Like, he's like, oh my God. He's afraid of her. And he chops her head off and holds it up, and she's like, oh, woo, wow, you know, this is so scary. He's like, oh my God. The fuck? You're a freak. You? <laughs> Uh, we got a first trailer for Oppenheimer, and I thought it was really interesting the yeah. way they released it, where it actually premiered in front of Avatar, mm-hmm. uh, and for the whole weekend, it wasn't available online. It was only available in theater, uh, which was kind of a, a I don't want to say a brave choice, but a bold choice. No, in, yeah. in a, you know, in a world where it's like you got to release that trailer online like mm-hmm. now, or else you know? it's nothing. Yeah, um, I I like the. <laughs> it feels like. Uh, It'll be a very anxiety-driven movie. Oh, yeah. Of like, you know, I mean, because Oppenheimer famously like hates, or all hated, the the bomb, mm-hmm. right? You know, the atom bomb, the hydrogen bomb, uh, just because of what, you know, the creation. You know, it's it's a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah. 
and he was really torn up about it. And I, so I like the quote from there where he says, like, they won't fear it until they understand it, and they won't understand it until they've used it. And you're like, yeah. Like, you know, it's that. Yeah. And it's like this weird thing of, like, the like no no choices here. I just I have to make this thing that I don't want to make. And it seems like the movie might be building up to, like, the, the first testing, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it'll all be surrounded around the idea of, okay, this thing is going to work. And then, like, and a, par- a party doesn't want it to work, right? You know, things like that. Um, I, I never know how to say his name. Killian Murphy? Zillian Murphy? I think it's Killian Murphy. I feel like it is. I think. Um, he's playing Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like him at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's putting on a pretty decent American voice. Um, Josh Peck? I don't... We didn't hear any lines or anything from him, but like, you just see a flash of Josh Peck. Yeah. Um, Jack Quaid is in the yeah. uh, a few people that we didn't see but that I know are in it Robert Downey Jr. is in the movie yes um, Florence Pugh is in the movie yes and I, I'm sure there's more that I'm forgetting but it's a really stacked cast yeah no it's got like a really really good cast and uh, I'm trying to think I thought there was one other person yeah I mean it could, could be more yeah, people sure. but yeah we're just there's a lot of cast members that are like, wow, wow, there's a lot of big names. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that this is the first Christopher Nolan movie not at Warner Brothers. Okay. But I'm not 100% on that. And in fact, I'm going to fact check that because I would be interested to see Jimmy, if it is. Pull that up. Yeah, let's find out. Yeah, it's going to be distributed by Universal Pictures, not Peter Parker having a future. Right. And now yeah. you just took him back to square now one he again. He doesn't have it anymore. So. Uh, in the trailer for Spider-Verse, we get a glimpse of, like, a weird nexus of Spider-Man. Yeah. Where, like, they're walking and in, in, like, intersecting right. roads that are going, almost like, like a, in... Almost like a city. Yeah, it's like a city that goes in every direction. Uh, but of just Spider-People. Of just Spider-People, including you get a glimpse at um, Spider-Man from the PS4 version yes. game, where he's got the white mm-hmm. spider on his chest. Um you see Spider-Man from, like, the PlayStation 1 game. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Ultimate Spider-Man is in there from, like, the cartoon. There was uh, one I saw online. It's, like, a golden Spider-Man that you see running. Yeah. And apparently it's, like, Spider-Man America 20-something. Oh, okay. I don't, don't know that one. I don't know, but apparently everyone's, like, freaking out about it, so I'll have to yeah. do some... Uh, we get to see Spider-Woman, mm-hmm. and she is pregnant, it looks like. There's a few shots from, like, is she... Pregnant? Like it looks like she's got a pregnant she got belly a on baby. her. She got baby in her. Is her kid gonna have six arms? <laughs> Is that a fart? Just go no. <laughs> <laughs> could you even say that? How could like you that? ask me something like that? So, uh, let's see. Uh, talking about Spider-Man uh, in Sony's like looking into 2023, mm-hmm. like PlayStation blog. They just casually mentioned that Spider-Man 2 for the PS5 would release in fall of 2023. Yeah. Like, they just kind of said that. And then Insomniac kind of, like, tweeted, like, a link to that and was like, <laughs> Keisha missed it, fall 2023. So I don't know if that was, like, ran by them or not. You know what I mean? It felt a little bit like Insomniac was like, shit, well, yeah, hey, here you go. It's going to be released in fall of 2023. But, because they have been pretty radio silent since the first trailer. Um haven't really heard any any anything from I'm them. excited. I am too. I'm excited for that. And I stopped the I honestly thought it was going to be like 2024. I stopped to play Miles Morales. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Now that you got your PS5, you got to get in there. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Uh, 
All right. Got got a lot of DC update again. There's a there's a lot going on over there right now. Yeah. So a lot of quotes. So mm. I'm going to take a big swig of drink here because I've got some spoken to do. Do your thing. Do your thing, baby. Do your thing, baby. <clears throat> so not long after recording last week's episode, uh, Henry Cavill actually took to his Instagram account to. Uh, make the official announcement that he will actually not be the DCU's Superman. So I know that last week when we talked, it was kind of up in the air that like what was going to happen with you know, Man of Steel. Is there a way that they could you know still get him in there? Get him in there? And no. So now it is official. He will not. So he the quote he put on Instagram was, uh, "I just had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran, and it's sad news, everyone." Uh, I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. After being told by the studio to announce my return back in October, prior to their hire, this news isn't the easiest, but that's life. The changing of the guard is something that happens. I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them and all involved with the new universe the best of luck and the happiest of fortunes. Uh, He goes on to say, For those who have been by my side through the years, we can mourn for a bit, but then we must remember, Superman is still around. Everything he stands for still exists, and the examples he sets for us are still there. My turn to wear the cape has passed, but what Superman stands for never will. It's been a fun ride with you all, onwards and upwards. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, that was really nice. You know, I'm sure it wasn't him writing it by himself. You know, what I mean, I'm sure it was a team, right? Right. <laughs> but still, I think it came together well, and it has a nice sentiment of like, there's no hard feelings, right? He's understanding of like, yeah, like it happens. Like I get it. When I was rehired, I guess it was by a different team, and like the the plan that they had and the plan that's going forward aren't the same and you know i get it and like he said this doesn't affect superman no. like superman still exists right it's just not gonna be me you can still love superman um and so james gunn uh in the same vein of news here james gunn is currently writing a superman movie mm. that will play a major role in the universe that he and peter saffron are building which makes sense it's superman right mm-hmm. Uh, the project, while not being an origin story, will focus on the younger years of the hero, which played a big role in Henry Cavill not being uh, cast mm-hmm. as that Superman. Uh, you know, there's the double thing of he's he's in. You know, it's, unfortunately, it's been on ten years almost. Yeah. You know, or more since he was, or you know, just about ten years since he was Superman in the first Man of Steel, and you know, he's an older looking man, not like not old, but not a young man, right. and. Uh, also, he's still tied to the Snyderverse stuff, you know, visually, where you're like, that's... Who do you think they're going to go with? Who do you think would be a good I don't man? know. So, I've seen people throwing some names around, but I feel like they would probably go, like, the Marvel route and try and get, like, a medium actor, like a medium-known actor, you know what I mean? Because if they're wanting to be young, they're obviously trying to go the Marvel route of, like, let's get a, either a nobody, right, or a lesser-known who's young and can grow up with the role. And also, we can get them for cheap because nobody knows who they are, <laughs> right? Get them, get them, get them attached to a seven-year contract at a low wage. <laughs> Listen, I would make an excellent. I saw a bunch of people being like, "Let's get Tom Holland in there since he's he's <laughs> going to be everybody." <laughs> Instead of Nathan Drake, he's now Superman. Superman. Um, no, so I'd be a great Batman. So DC hit me up. <laughs> I can really, I can brood. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so James Gunn did tweet. Peter and I have a DC slate ready to go, which we couldn't be more over the moon about. We'll be able to share some exciting uh, information about our first projects at the beginning of the new year, which I called that shit last week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Among those on the slate is Superman. 
In the initial stages, our story will be focused on an earlier part of Superhumans of Superman's life, so the character will not be played by Henry Cavill. But we just had a great meeting with Henry, and we're big fans, and we talked about a number of exciting possibilities to work together in the future. So, you know, they weren't writing it off entirely that, like, we really like you, and we'd like to do some stuff with you, mm -hmm. but it's just not right this. Now. Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, James Gunn and Peter Safran have been met with a flurry of hate <laughs> and calls for uh, their termination, basically. So, the Snyderverse crowd, obviously, is uh, an especially loud chunk of that. Um, James Gunn took to Twitter, actually, to address the outcry, stating, quote, uh, little joke for hardcore history fans here we go quote oh my father's calling me i'm gonna just swipe away on that sorry father that's awkward uh let's see here <laughs> one of the things peter and i were aware of i like that i've had my mom i've answered my mom's phone call on here before and we're like you're on the podcast mom say hi i'm like get out of here dad <laughs> Um, can't trust what he's going to say, you know. Mm -hmm. One of the things Peter and I were aware of when we took this job uh, as heads of DC Studios was a certain minority of people online that could be, well, uproarious and unkind, to say the least. Our choices for the DCU are based upon what we believe is best for the story and best for the DC characters who have been around for nearly 85 years. Uh, perhaps these choices are great, perhaps not, but they are made with sincere hearts and integrity and always with the story in mind. No one loves to be harassed or called names, but to be frank, we've been through significantly worse. Disrespectful outcry will never, ever affect our actions. We were aware there would be a period of turbulence when we took this gig, and we knew we would sometimes have to make difficult and not-so-obvious choices, especially in the wake of the fractious nature of what came before us. But this means little to us in comparison to our jobs as artists and custodians in helping to create a wide and wonderful future for D.C., Basically saying, like, blocking out the haters, you know? Um, so, again, I mean, you know, pretty gracious way to, to handle things as far as basically being like, hey, Fuck you. We, we knew that this was going to happen, and it's not going to have any impact yeah. on, on what right. we're doing. Like, Tough luck. Sorry, you know? And, and that's the thing is, like, those movies don't not exist. Right. Right? Those movies still exist. Yeah. And I hate to break it to you, Snyderverse fans. They they're weren't going any. They weren't, they're not good, and they're not going anywhere anyways. Mm-mm. Like, at least not quick, you know. Ben Affleck's out as Batman, right? Yeah. Sort of back in, kind of, for, like, The Flash. Probably not. Fucking, They're probably going to take... Uh, the Man of Steel 2 that might have been happening ain't happening. Mm -mm. Is Jason uh, Momoa still... For now. But remember, he's, uh, yeah. he's probably not. Uh, I think it's pretty much safe to say that anything from prior not. is not happening. Like... Wonder Woman 3 ain't happening, you know. Mm -hmm. Wonder Woman 2 wasn't good. Like, <laughs> What about Ezra Miller? I know so, that they were fighting real hard well, to keep Ezra on. <laughs> now, is it well, it's different leadership. Well, so I think it's like, well, we got him squared away. Let's release his movie and then cancel the future of that. Because it does sound like there was some rumors. I mean, it's not, nothing's been confirmed entirely because there's nothing being confirmed that it existed to begin with. But there was allegedly uh, a Superman cameo and a Wonder Woman cameo. In uh, the Flash, mm. those have both been cut. Mm. So we talked about that last week. How like there's the potential that cameos are being removed just because you don't want to promise something that's not going to happen. It's not coming out. That was right. that sounds like that was that actually happened. So it's not all bad news uh, for Henry Cavill, at least. Uh, as just a day or two, maybe after he announced that he was no longer a Superman, uh, he announced that his next major undertaking would be. 
oh my goodness, excuse me, would be him ex- uh, being executive producer and a star in films and TV series for Amazon uh, in the Warhammer 40K universe. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a big, big move for Amazon. Uh, first of all, to acquire Games Workshop. Yeah. My understanding was that they acquired Games Workshop entirely, but I don't know if that's true or if it's that they just acquired the rights like to, to film and, and TV. Hmm. But um, the creative director of Games Workshop said, it's great news and we're absolutely thrilled. We're working with a fantastic triumvirate in Henry, Vertigo, and Amazon. Henry's well-known love of Warhammer 40K and his passion as a world builder and storyteller will serve us all well in the coming years. Finally, Warhammer will make it to the screen as the fans have hoped and as they deserve. Exciting times, Mm -hmm. right? And then Henry Cavill's announcement on uh, Instagram just reads, I have loved Warhammer since I was a boy, making this moment truly special for me. The opportunity to shepherd this cinematic universe from its inception is quite the honor and the responsibility. Uh, He goes on, he says, I couldn't be more grateful for all the hard work put in by Vertigo, Amazon Studios, and Games Workshop to make this happen. One step closer to making a nigh-on lifelong dream come true. So like he's like this is this is my dream. And what's funny is I remember seeing when he got when he announced that he was no longer Superman, uh Rahul Kohli who plays uh the sheriff in um Mad or uh Midnight Mass uh, and he's like the groundskeeper I think in um Haunting of Blind Manor. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of stuff with uh <laughs> that guy. I just lost his name. But uh he made a tweet and was basically like, hey, Henry, like, really sorry to hear about this. <sighs> Hit me up. We can talk about making something for Warhammer. Or, you know, yeah, for, for Warhammer 40K. And then, like, this was announced a day later. And then he tweeted and was like, I legit did not know that this has been in the works for a while, obviously. Because, you know, this didn't happen overnight. Sure. It was just good timing, I think. Um, but, yeah, Rahul Goldie was like... <gasps> Oh my god! Oh, it's happening! Oh my god! It's happening! Yeah. <laughs> he just willed it to be. Um, but no, so I think that's exciting for for Henry Cavill and exciting for fans of uh, you know Warhammer. It's a pretty interesting universe, and I've played a little bit in it with like Space Hulk and things like that. Yeah. But uh, I, yeah, I'll be interested to see what they do with it. I, I I think him having executive producing powers will be a major game changer for him. Yeah, because he's a big nerd, so right. like, and he's going to be strict by the book. <clears throat> I mean, you figure that was one of his conflicts on The Witcher, was yeah, you know disrespecting the, the source. Mm-hmm. And with him being an executive producer, he gets a lot of creative say. So I've noticed a lot of time, like lately, uh, a lot of actors mm-hmm. have been becoming uh, executive producers. Or of their own projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and that makes sense from like a... Uh, control standpoint of like well I guess more in the sense of like I just notice a lot more actors making their own mm-hmm. you know uh, projects besides just doing acting so right yeah which I you know I'm very happy about heck by the end of the show um, I know Brian Cranston for certain but I think Aaron Paul as well they were both executive producers on Breaking Bad and also that helps with like a pay mm-hmm. cut, oh sure you know? <laughs> You're, I'm getting paid twice, right? Once as an actor, once as an executive producer. Um, so that's kind of dope, right? But I didn't start a timer, so I don't know how long we've been going. But oh, let's look here. Roughly 30 minutes. And that's time to talk about Avatar. You ready? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep the guys up. <laughs> let's talk about Let's it. talk about Avatar, <laughs> bitches. So... That's literally what I wrote here. Avatar way of water, bitches. Hmm. So, 
Oh fuck! I choked on my own spit. I like breathed into speak and just. <laughs> I know you went to coat talk and you just. All right. <laughs> got him! Got him! Oh shit! My fuck! I got a head rush. Let's see box office. Oh, excuse me. Domestically, uh, it made one hundred and thirty-four point one million. That's that's a lot of cheddar. Uh, a whole, whole lot of cheese. That's a whole wheel of cheese. Worldwide, it made four hundred and forty-one point seven million mm. on a budget of two hundred and fifty. So, if you double that for marketing, like we always say, you're looking at like five hundred. So they're just in under the under the line there, but sure to make its yeah make its money back. Yeah. Um, and like that's kind of the interesting thing that I've been reading is like nobody in like the show business is willing to write it off yet, but they are willing to go. Uh, it's coming in a little underwhelming performance wise, mm-hmm. but it's still, a, you know, it's still a massive success as far as like, yeah. if any other movie made $134 million domestically, that's a big release. That's Marvel numbers, you know? Yeah. Um, but like I said, there was that expectation that James Cameron himself said of like, this has to be the fourth highest grossing film of all time. Right. So it needs to open strong mm-hmm. or have really good legs. Like the first avatar did. Yeah, yeah, I remember the, that that Avatar was in the theater for ever. like three months. Yeah, I was in there forever. And made decent money week over week, mm. um, and so this would kind of need to hold that type of momentum uh, to to kind of reach a fourth highest grossing film of all time. But it's got the potential. Um, you know, like I said, nobody's counting it out yet. But it has more work to do than if it had just blown, you know, hit the two hundred million dollar mark on its first weekend, like it had kind of projected. Sure. Um, Reception-wise, uh, the Rotten Tomatoes critic score is a 78%, with an audience score of 93, so a bit of a divide there. Um, nothing major, but it is still a little bit split. Uh, IMDb has it at an 8.1 out of 10, and Metacritic gave it a 68. So kind of across the board there. You've got like some high 70s, high you know low 90s, 80, 68, right? Do um, <clears throat> you got a synopsis over there? Caught you lacking, bitch. Oh, shit, you did. It's all because I had it pulled up on my phone. <laughs> okay. All right. All righty. Jake Sully has formed the family, and they are doing everything to stay together. However, they must leave their home and explore the regions of Pandora when an accident threat resurfaces. Jake must fight a difficult war against the humans. That is the same. I'm I'm looking at both, and that's the same plot as the first one. Is it? On a lush alien world of Pandora, uh, <clears throat> Jake become. Jake is in the world of Pandora because the planet's environment. Oh, it explains the links to human minds. And Jake grows with. Natiri. Natiri. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're drawn into battle for the survival of the world against the humans. Yeah, I, I so I was gonna put, I was gonna do like I always do and pull up the IMDb plot synopsis. Uh, Jake Sully lives with his newfound family formed on the extrasolar moon Pandora. Once a familiar threat returns to finish what was previously started, Jake must work with Natiri and the army of the Navi race to protect their home. And I went. Shit, her name's Natiri. Natiri. I didn't. I was like Zoe Saldana, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah. 
So let's just start with our spoiler-free plot thoughts. What do you say? Sure. All right. So uh felt very similar to the first one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely long. Yeah. For for me, not necessarily justifiably. It it felt a little long in the in the middle. Yeah. Like there's a hard dead point where I was like, yeah. If it's a three hour movie, the middle going? hour. Woo. Like yeah. You got to find a way to condense the first two together. I think. Yeah. Honestly, you could condense the three together, not in an hour, but like find me a two hour twenty minute movie in there. You know. Um. I liked some of the intricacies of the new tribes that we meet. Sure. Because I don't think it's a spoiler to say, like, they go and meet Water Tribe. Right. Um, <clears throat> some of, like, the cultural stuff there where it's like, oh, okay. Definitely seems inspired by, like, the Maori mm-hmm. um, from New Zealand and Australia. Uh, it felt like the third act was the highlight for me. Yes. Uh, which we'll get into why mm-hmm. uh, a little bit. Had a lot of, like... I wrote down here, had a lot of the kids not listening to the parents and vice versa. Yes. Where, like, that felt like a lot of... Um, that was the problem. That was the problem a lot of the times was, like, the older... The elders just not listening to the kids and vice versa. Where, like, the kids would be given explicit instructions and then they'd go against them. <laughs> and then vice Pass. versa. Where, like, the kids would come to the parents and be like, hey, I think this or I see this. And they'd be like, you're wrong. You know? And it's like, well... No, he's right because we just saw it. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I ain't yanking your chain. Yeah, he is. He is not lying to you, Chief. Um, that's, I, that's all I wrote. Like, what do you got for spoiler-free plot thoughts? For spoiler-free plot thoughts, um, yeah, I did think it was interesting seeing how different they were, especially in like the anatomy. You right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like how you know from pa- or the Pandora. You know, they're more like cat. Well, cat-like. so like they're all from Pandora or well, the, the the forest tribes. Yeah, the forest tribes. And, you know, more like that cat like. And then yep. the water tribes are almost like, like a, a thick tail. Yeah, they make like me think tail. of the uh, or the Galapagos monsters. Yeah, yeah the Galapagos uh, lizards, lizards. Yeah. Iguana yeah. and whatever. Um, like the sp- the, the the ones that spit blood out yeah. of their fucking eye sockets. Yeah, their, but I mean, but they're real thick, and that's kind of how yeah. they look with their tails and how they swim mm-hmm. and stuff like that, which I thought was pretty cool. Interesting, yeah. yeah. Of like, okay, how would these, if we treat them, if we think of them like animals, how would they evolve differently? But, like, it felt like a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Then it didn't necessarily land for it you? didn't land. Like, they just, you could have dove more into it and you yeah. didn't. Right, yeah, could have spent some of the time on that instead. Um... But yeah, and then oh, what are your thoughts on when well, I'm thinking about it? The fact that the language that they invented for this really just kind of disappeared. Yeah, it was like when well, we in the first like four, first like five minutes, he's like, like four, five, you know, I struggled with the language at first, but now it's just like English to me. I, and, and then, then they're like, all right, now we just got to speak English. I was like, <laughs> you invented a whole language, James Cameron. Yeah, like, <laughs> like people learned a language. Do it. Just work with it. Yeah. And I was like, I, I don't mind subtitles either. No, huh? like I'm fine with it. But it... <laughs> all right, well, we can move forward. <laughs> all right, woof, man. Yeah, characters and chemistry. So, um, I said that Zoe Saldana does the best acting oh, as God, far yeah, as like, being able to bring her performance through the CGI. That's just in general. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but. She really shines through the even through like the CGI and things like that. Oh yeah. Because some of them I felt like I couldn't necessarily read their face as well as I wanted to. Sure. Um, 
but like she's she's really expressive insofar as like you believe that she is sem- like animalistic almost yeah. at times uh, and then she has some emotional beats that are actually really emotional uh there's you know there's that that part where it's not it's not a spoiler well we'll wait to talk about okay that. but there's a part i want to talk about that uh, you know zoe does uh acting wise uh let's see her and sam worthington didn't have crazy chemistry for me like they're supposed to be a parental unit for like over a decade like they've got five kids together now right doesn't feel like it no um no like i didn't i wouldn't like yeah they these are yeah. people who've been married for 15 years you know what i mean it feels like it still just kind of picked up where it left off yeah and then they're trying to say it's been so many years and it's like well it still sounds like jake's a bit of an outsider or like right. he still looked differently yeah uh, at um and like that didn't make a whole lot of sense and then yeah there wasn't a whole lot of good like parental teamwork. No. It was like Jake said something. There was a couple moments of like combat teamwork between the two. Sure. That I was like, oh, they've got some good teamwork there. Yeah. But as far as like a parental unit, it's, yeah, nah, like I you're lacking. Um, Spider is a new character in this. He's a human child who was like left behind. Yeah. And was like raised by the Navi. Couldn't get a read on that kid. No. No. He I felt kinda... wishy washy, but not as like. It, oh, his character is. I str- like. I strictly thought the whole purpose of his character was to show how advanced the CGI was that they're able to get like like somebody, put a human in there. Yeah, put a human with CGI and still have it look so yeah like, in, like together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and which I was like, weird flex. But like, how does that involve? Right, yeah, yeah, weird flex, but okay. He came off kind of like a little bit cringy at times. A little bit, and like you know, they said they're like he's just kind of like a stray cat. Yeah, and it's just like well. <laughs> he was a little the the acting was a little cringy only because it's like we get to see a human acting like the Navi, right? Yeah, but he looks like a human, and you're yeah, like, what like fucking man. nerds? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like seeing a human like hiss and growl like a cat, and I'm like, <laughs> it's like fucking middle school, you know? Yeah, got the horse girl. <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, found I found that Katie, who's like the adopted daughter, which we'll get into that, uh, and the younger son. Uh, to be the two most interesting characters for me. Yes. Even though I couldn't tell you what the other, the, like any of the kids' names are other than Katie and Spider. Susan? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to hit you with it, like back when we were debating the first Avatar and talking about like how culturally like impactful it was, wasn't. Uh, and you were like, no, I mean, and then we got Chris Collins in the fucking chat being a douche, <laughs> right? I wanted to, I wanted to be like, Oh yeah. Well, how here's how culturally impactful it was. What's the main character's name? Jake. You wouldn't have known that before seeing this one, would you? What? That his name was Jake Sully before seeing this one, you wouldn't have been like Jake Sully. No, yeah, from the first one, yeah. Yeah, you had Maybe that locked not, down. Maybe not his last name, but his first name, sure. Right. Okay. What's your favorite line from Avatar? From like the first, the first one? one or the yeah. second one? The first one. I'm paraphrasing, but there's a scene where he's talking where he's trying to convince them that he's not with them. Mm -hmm. And he's talking about how, like, them as people showed me the way. Mm -hmm. And even though I'm with them, I want to be with you. Right. What's your favorite line from Star Wars? Name a line from Star Wars. Luke, I am your father. Right, yeah. 
do it or not. You know, there's no try, sure? right? Well, because some of those are like more my like fucking snip, mom. Snip. My mom can tell you what Yoda sounds like, right? You else? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, my mom is not into that stuff at all. You know, my, if I go boom, 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 my mom's like, oh, it's Darth Vader, yeah. right? You know, my mom doesn't watch Star Wars, Mm-mm. but that's cultural impact. You know what I mean? I'm not disagreeing with yeah, you. Yeah, no, 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 I know. No, all right, all right. No, no, no. I'm going at Chris Collins. Like, <laughs> you know what, Chris? Fuck you. <laughs> Why Just, does this feel towards me? Yeah, well, because your name is Chris. And I'm pretty sure that's why this guy's name. He's yeah. too afraid to put his real name out there. <laughs> he won't step up. Uh, no, sorry. I got, got a little sidetracked and bitter there. Do you have any thoughts on characters and chemistry? Uh, as far as characters, we did get to see, and it was really cute. At first, but then it got like kind of cringe and old, like real quick. Right. Um. Not, not Jake Sully's eldest, but his youngest son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who finds that girl, or you know, is introduced to that girl. Yeah, yeah. And there's a little bit of that chemistry there. Right, and then they that, don't do anything. That felt genuine. Yeah. Right, and I was like, oh, it's kind of cute. And then you know yeah. they're talking about it with uh. You know, uh, some of like those whales that you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, the whale creature things. Yeah, that come in and out. They're called like tuk tuks or something. Yeah, and um, but then like there was one moment where it got cringe, and then like it, it almost felt like the movie was able to be <laughs> like, like <laughs> maybe that was cringe. We just won't, we just do, won't that do that anymore. anymore. Yeah, and so we just won't have any scenes between the two of them anymore. Yeah, and then I was just kind of like, well, and we're getting into spoiler territory there. I think a little bit. Uh, yeah, a little bit, but I mean. Yeah, to really talk about it, we kind of have to. Get it feels like a weird list. movie where there's a lot to it, but there's not. There's not. There's a lot of open-ended things. Yeah. Throughout the movie, so uh, I, I think we should just get to rate this thing. Yeah. yeah. We need to, Sam, how do we rate stuff around here? Well, of course, you can always be overwhelmed, which means you are thoroughly, you know, you thoroughly enjoyed the film. Um, you know, high high expectations. Right. Uh, you can be underwhelmed, which means you were disappointed. You weren't satisfied. Or, of course, you can be simply, simply wound. wound. Yeah. So. I'm heartbroken to say I was underwhelmed. I, I feel like I was simply wound only because it met my expectations. I you know was I mean? really excited for it, and I, I got I got let down big time. Like, I think we left, and I, like. You seemed sad. Like, yeah, I was very upset. Uh, I, So I told you, I kind of was hoping that it would either be really good and I could, like, eat my words. You know what I mean? Or, really, or bad. really bad, so I can be like, dude, this movie's dog shit, you know? <laughs> and it's neither. Like, for me, it is it is breathtakingly mid. Like, like, and because, like, I think about something like, um, mm-hmm. what's the bad movie? Morbius. Yes. Bad. I had a lot to say about that movie. What do you mean? Because it was so painfully bad. What do you mean? Yeah, you know I mean, you know what I'm fucking saying. Don't even. It's pretty good. You were there when we recorded it and I saw thought, it. Uh, you contemplated Morbius shitting was longer at Morbius the, at the movie was theater, good. so you didn't have to go back to watching it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you wouldn't like me when I'm hungry. Uh, and then this, yeah, I this was actually in the movie, man. Yeah, you were. This, yeah, wasn't any of that. It wasn't so bad that there's like we can make fun of it, and it wasn't so good that we can gush over it. It was just like it, was, it happened. All right. Now the action scene at the end, the, like, the last scene. hour, it was pretty solid off and on. I mean, as far as like the action beats were really good. Yeah, that part was fine. But I was just, 
The first one I thought was really good, and I know like you you've kind of said and like you know joked around like it's just like yeah. a Pocahontas with blue people, yeah. which I mean sure, yeah. um, but like I still liked it just visually and like just the story, like the main antagonist. Mm-hmm. I thought like the character development behind that was kind of dog shit, and then like I thought talking CG- about the colonel, yeah. Yeah, they bring him back in this. Yeah, so in this one, yeah, so they... Yeah, we're in spoilers now. You don't have to yes, jump around and spo- around the bush. Yeah, in spoilers, it's like during the final moments of the, the colonel movie. dying, Yeah, you know, th- thinking quick on his feet, he uploads his conscience no, 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 to... No. Before they went off to battle, they made all of them... Or that's right, upload yeah. ...upload their consciousness. And so, you know, they, as soon they as he dies... Yeah, they can send him back in a year later or ten years later, however yeah, long it is. Been. And, um... It was just kind of like, I thought that was a cheap, yeah, like, cheap antagonist. They literally had to make the Avatar Colonel sit and watch the original recipe Colonel die. Go well, no, 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 like tell the Avatar Colonel, here's your motivations. <laughs> like, yeah, so that way you could go. Okay, he doesn't have to relearn anything. No, now he just he, knows. He knows everything. Yeah, he is the same guy, which right. is like, it's, but blue and strong, right, and tall. Was just, that was not cool. And then their CGI, like. It was cool, don't get me wrong, and they kicked it off really nice in the beginning where you get to see uh, like the forest tribe, and you mm-hmm. still get to see everything, and I was really excited, and then it just went to the water, and... Like, the water was impressive, but okay, then but it's not just water. as visually interesting. Yeah, there was no, like, there's a little bit inside of one of the tuk-tuks, the fluorescence that you got yeah. to see. And, like, and like when they see the, the, the water tribe's version of, like, the Tree of Life, yeah, was, so, like, you know, was interesting because it's all bioluminescent. Sure. And, like, you, they, needed they needed that so much more. Like, you know, they didn't really do anything with, like, the coral reefs. It was just, right. like, the big blue. Yeah. You know, ocean. And, like, that was a big letdown because yeah. that was one of the things I was super yeah. excited about. Um. <laughs> I will say, some of the things that I did like yeah. is they did leave a lot of open-ended things, not in a bad way, per se. Because um, I got to thinking, I think it was more of a slow burn. So, in the in the movie, there is a scene where they're connecting to, uh, what was it, one of the, the... It was the Tree of Life. The Tree of Life. And Katie had a seizure. Right. And it kind of seems like... got to talk like, about Katie when you're done here. Yes. And it seems like something was there, but also could lead into, like, something potentially more, which we'll dive into yeah. what, you know, what that could be when we start talking about Katie. So, before we get into Katie, first of all, Katie's played by Sigourney Weaver. Yes. Which I took... I spent the whole movie going, they really fucking just put Sigourney Weaver to, like... Uh, like, she's not in this. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is. She plays mm-hmm. her daughter. So, her daughter, I'm, like, 90% certain that Katie is, like, Avatar Jesus. Yeah. Because they even say, like, you know, somehow, I'm paraphrasing because they don't know the they, character's they name. Said, quote, somehow Sigourney quote, Weaver's kid, her, her pregnancy was a mystery a to mystery. everybody. Yeah. So like, there's, like, a weird implication there of, like, somebody taking advantage of this avatar's body. Uh, but they you know? tease, yeah, they tease Katie about who the dad is. Yeah. Because, you know, that nobody knows. Which raises another question for me. What does their downstairs look like? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like they showed us a Sigourney Weaver, like, avatar titty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Let me see Jake Sully's penis. Like, like what's a, what does the blue penis look like? We saw the hair in the first one where you can connect them and, like, they became yeah. one. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was, like, I'm going to sound like a pig here for a split <laughs> second. You were turned on? No, I was dis- oh. I was disappointed that I wasn't turned on, man. Like, <laughs> You're like an I, I wanted to see some cool, weird sex scenes. Like, call You're me gross. a freak. Okay, a freak. fine. <laughs> Fucking fine. 
people. Like, I'm saying what everyone's thinking. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm the hero. I'm, I'm the, I'm I'm the, the one knight who stands up. I'm the one over here going, what's her dick look like? <laughs> but it's a legitimate question. No, yeah. Like, In Shape of Water, she has sex with a fish man. Yes. And Octavia Spencer's character is like, how does that work? And she just simply mimes with her hands like a dick coming out from between like fins, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, bingo, that's all I need to know, right? Yep. yep. If the potential is there that these kids think a human could have impregnated this avatar, that implies yeah, the existence of a vagina, right? Half breed with the hands. And I'm just saying, if we're going to get this in depth with like, they've got the language and they wrap their hair and that's how they do Mm-hmm. Show me how their dicks work. Yeah. Like, you know. Is it like a duck where it's a corkscrew? Right. Or yeah, what, what are we looking at? Yeah. So, yeah. No, Katie is like a, mer- a virgin birth, basically. Correct. Yes. The virgin um, Mary. Where, well, no, no. Or no, she is she Jesus. She is Jesus. Yeah. Uh, where I'm pretty sure, like, the father in this case is God, Joseph. except God. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, Joseph, I don't know. Like, it must be God's. Oh, um. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's crazy. He's like, but we haven't had. I know. That's what I'm saying. That's the weirdest part. That's the crazy part. It must be God's. Um. Yeah, 99% certain that her father is actually Awa. Or. What'd you call me? Awa! I'm pretty sure. That I think that's how you pronounce whatever their 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 version of like Mother Nature or God yeah, is. Yeah. Because like in the first movie, it's not like they don't they do not explain it. But I think they're like we're going to explain it in the third movie. But in the first movie, Sigourney Weaver's character dies and yes. there is dying, and they're like, "We'll use Awa to transfer her consciousness from mm-hmm. you know her mind into the Avatar's body." Yeah, doesn't work for Sigourney Weaver. But then but it now, works for Jake. Well, and also now it also worked for uh the command or the colonel. Well, but that's different. The colonel, they did it back on Earth with like science. This was like through the tree. Mm. You know what I'm saying? All right. Or human science already knew how to put you in the sure. avatar, because that was the whole premise. Yeah. Right. Sure. All right. We can bash on this movie, but we gotta be accurate. All right. No, no, no. <laughs> I wasn't that's why I stopped talking. All right. I don't know, man. Like, I don't, I don't know where this is going. But yeah, they, they were like, she is Avatar Jesus. Mm-hmm. She can also, like, <laughs> like, do some water bending with the yeah, wildlife with the fish. when she connects to Awa. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she had she like could... a seizure, like you were saying, while she's like attached to the tree. So yeah, you're not, you're kind of stuck in this limbo where we're not sure if like she is just like hypersensitive to like the life tree, and it is just because of a seizure because of you know her being. A half breed, right? Right. I don't like that phrase. Isn't that what they said though? Like they call her a half breed. Pretty sure, yeah. Okay. Feels racial. Very, but yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah, that's the point. Yeah, I'm quoting the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Like it, it leaves it for like questions. I can still be like, hopefully this will be answered in the third one. Hopefully, yeah. But like, I would like it to. I would have liked it just to gone a little more in depth with it. Tell you what I would have liked. A better movie. Them not spending three hours to not answer any questions. Yeah. Yeah, I was... 
what I'm saying? Because like you're like, I mean, not in a bad way. There's a lot of open-endedness. You know what? That is bad. There's three hours, and I've got a no, lot of fucking no. questions. No, absolutely. They spent three hours to set up the next three-hour movie. This, this is the only part that I'm talking about that like yeah. makes me like, it's not bad. Like right. I can yeah, yeah. see hope on the other side. Because like, it makes me think about James Cameron being like, we could, we've got scripts for five of them, but we could end it in three. I'm like, if the next one is this... I do not want five of them. Mm-mm. It just condense them down to three. That's right. fine. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. You really didn't need two. Because, like, this was the first movie. As far as, like, the, like, okay. So, instead, of, like, the fish out of water thing, no pun intended, was instead of a human trying to integrate with the Avatar, you know, with the Na'vi, it was the forest tribe trying to integrate with the water tribe. Yes. Right. Same premise. Same premise. You still have the ups yeah, and downs. Yeah, you're not the same. They, yeah, you're they go through, you look different. Yeah, they go through these trials with the animals to gain trust and, you know, whatever, right? Like, it's it's the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Even the fucking, like, oh, now we're getting into the action, right? Is like, like, so in the first movie, it's them ambushing the the humans yes. in, the, in the floating the, the mountains. Plane, yeah, the plane. Yeah, in the planes with the flying beasts, <clears throat> right? And this... You, we still get one of the flying beasts. We still get a flying beast. Uh, they have a bunch of water flyers, basically. Yeah, they hover over the they water. They hover over the water and can dive out of it and be out of the water flying for mm-hmm. a fair bit. Uh, and they just attack a boat. But it's on. it's the same, like, setup, right? Yeah. Um, and then it turns into hand-to-hand combat and, like, bows versus guns and stuff, like, you got at the end of the first one. Right. Um, except the colonel doesn't die this time, but nope. you think he does. And right at the last second, he gets pulled out by, by none other than... Spider, who is his Spider. son. Yeah, and I don't know what they're doing with that character, because Spider did not... He saved... He didn't stay with the colonel. Yeah, he saved the colonel, but didn't stay with him, and he went back to... In fact, I feel to... like he basically gave him the bird and was like, fuck you, I'm going back to the blue people. To the Navi, right? Right, but then it, it's like, why did why you, you save him then? Right. You see where I was going? Where I, like, I was yeah. really disappointed. Yeah. It just not unlike we got to talking about it earlier. The only good fight scene was at the very end. Right. Yeah, because there's a little bit of action like early on. So there's actually that's not true. There is a there is a decent scene at the beginning when the kids get stuck with the. The first time that, like, the human avatars get there, mm-hmm. and are, like, in full commando gear and oh, are yeah. stomping around and all that, and, like, are holding the kids hostage, and it's just Jake and, what do we decide her name is, Neytiri? Yeah, so, like, trying to get two. the kids back. Yeah, in a three-hour movie. Yeah, there's two. And there is about 90 minutes between Because, like, them. that's the thing, is, like, when you do have those fight scenes, they are dope as fuck. Yeah. They are yeah. cool. But yeah. it's just, like, we need more of them. Yeah, like these, turns out these aren't like deeply emotional dramas. Uh-uh. They're strictly like their visual overload, yeah. right? Give me some badass action. Mm-hmm. Show me some cool some ass beautiful fights. CGI, yep. right? Show you me can't some do that for three hours. Dick. Yeah, show me the blue dick. Yep. If you can't do that in three hours, make it two, right? Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. And apparently the first cut that James Cameron has turned in for three was like nine goddamn hours. Oh my God. I'm like, well, I'm not seeing a nine-hour movie, so... Do you think there would even be, like, an intermission for something like that? There would have to be. Well, it's not going to release. For sure. They're either going to go, you got to split that into multiples. Yeah. Or they're going to cut the fuck out of it. Jesus. And, like, if my thing is, like, there was nothing in this three hours. What is no. nine hours look yeah, like? Yeah, what is nine hours doing? That's a, that's more, that's a, 
that is a full day at work with an hour lunch. <laughs> like that is <laughs> a- that is my day at work. <laughs> like <laughs> fucking horseshit is what that, it is. That is a nine to five with an hour lunch. Right? Mm, I, yeah, I was fuck that. And he was like, "Let me, uh, let me, let me put the visual effects on the whole thing before we start cutting it." Mm-hmm. And it's like, "How much fucking money is that going to cost, James yeah. Cameron?" I like the idea that people just use his full name, Adam. <laughs> or they just call Cameron? him Jim. <laughs> Listen, Jimmy, we're not doing, <laughs> we're not doing that. Fuck you, Jim. I don't know, man. I don't like. It was a three-hour movie, and I, I, I'm stumped. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, there's like, a lot of potential. I have four bullet points for my spoilers, and I want to read them verbatim just because I like my my train of thought here. Copy. The colonel is literally in this movie as the bad guy again, except this time he's an Avatar clone. They even have a little scene where he is caught back up to speed so that he has the same hate and motivations as the last colonel. (laughs) We see Sigourney Weaver's Avatar titty, which felt weird. Katie is actually the miracle virgin birth of Sigourney Weaver's character. 99% certain that she is Jesus and her father is actually Awe or Awa in some odd way. Not really clear, but I feel like it could have something to do with them attempting to transfer her consciousness in the first movie. And then I just go, all right, let's move on to Cryptic Corner. (laughs) <laughs> like I'm like I don't I don't know like that's all I got. Yeah. Like I mean, as it, we've talked, I did have like oh yeah 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 sure but, yeah. Oh, in fact, right there the the whales right. Yeah. So the whales have are like hyper intelligent, more intelligent than us, mm-hmm. right? More emotional. More emotional, right? And they're like, so we're gonna hunt and kill these things, <laughs> right? That's the humans, right? Yep. And you know, doesn't feel off character for no. humans, you know. No. To be like, in fact, that's one of the, the one of the plot points where I didn't mind. I was like, hey, that makes sense. Yeah, that checks out. Except the plot point that I dislike is that they've got like anti-aging juice in their brain. Yes, and it just replaces the, the unobtainium from the first movie mm-hmm. of like this is why we're coming back here. And they just kind of passive they pass over the fact that apparently part of why the humans are back now is they're not just trying to clear out the mines. They're just going to take Pandora for themselves because earth is dying. Yeah. The, the general says that in passing yes. to the Colonel, they're like, earth is dying. We need this planet. But like, they can't fucking breathe there. Yeah. Why is this the planet that, that, that you're stuck one, yeah, on? That was like, like one of my biggest things is like, yeah, you the, can't live here. I feel like one of the, the first things is like, is the air breathable? Right. Yeah. Like that's number is the one. atmosphere similar to ours and we can live in it. If not, then fucking move on. Yeah, why are we But here? I guess there's water and stuff, and they're like, all right, well, we can figure something out. And they got like, the shit for the masks, yeah. I guess. <clears throat> or just put everybody in a fucking avatar and just fuck it. We're all we're all blue people now. I don't know. Doesn't feel thought out. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't, and I'm not like, ooh, I can't wait to get those answers. I'm just annoyed that I don't yeah. have them. So I don't know, man. That's why we're here to talk about it. Yeah. About how I can't say I was underwhelmed. Why and less underwhelmed just means bad. Are we going to just, just say, like, underwhelmed just means bad? I mean, underwhelmed as in my expectations were really, really high for it. And it really did not. And it really did not do it. Yeah. Well, my expectations were that it was going to be mid, and it felt really mid. But as we talk about it, I feel more bad about it. Like, not bad about it, but, like, I feel like it's more bad than mid. So I don't know, man. But that was a disgusting sound. I apologize. Mm. There it goes again. <laughs> You hear that? <laughs> what was that? I'm scared. <laughs> what uh, was that? <laughs> Chris, you uh, got anything else there? No. All right, well, you got encrypted over there. I don't think what Jesus Christ. What? <laughs> Just so hard and do it. You got a fucking encrypted. You got a fucking crypto. What are we doing here? I think what you meant to say is, welcome back to Chris's Cryptid Corner. I'm your host, Chris. Chris. So this week, actually, I discovered, I heard it before, but I... 
then you know it's one of those things where I was like well it's, it's the same thing owl yeah. man oh and that's very similar to mothman right yeah. so the owl man uh was given the name to you know be an owl-like uh humanoid entity or entity entity and titty um, and titties uh, but it says that he lives in uh, Cornwall, England, and has a bunch of sightings. Hello. So it's in England. Oh, yeah. It's in the shooting range. Uh, <laughs> that is the owl, man. Live footage confirmed. <laughs> <He's> just... <laughs> um, it says here that the first sighting took place in 1976 in, a, in the village of um, Monon. M-A-W-N-N-A-N. Monan. 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 I don't know. Monan. Uh, the Owlman is sometimes seen as an English counterpart of the Mothman due to the similarities between the Mothman and the Owlman. So here I have a couple of sightings that were listed here. Okay. Uh, in 1976, uh, April 17th to be exact, um, a paranormal researcher by the name of Troy Shields came forward claiming that he had investigated a report of two young girls on a, a holiday in Man Manon uh, who saw a large winged man hovering over the church uh, church tower. Um, some stories vary, but the most consistent do come to churches and yeah. some man hovering over them. Uh, and then it looks like here on July 3rd, 1978... 14-year-old Sally Chapman uh, was camping with a friend, Barbara Perry, in the woods near the church. Uh, and I'm trying to see... This just looks like it was the the church tower of Monan... 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 The church tower of Monan. So it looks like primarily these are where uh, the Owlman's chillin'. Jay chillin'. So... So Sally and Barbara, Jay chilling in the woods near a church, as anyone does. Yep. It's called Tuesday. You know? <laughs> you know, that's that's the nine to five. Yeah, that's just what you do. Um, but according to Sally, she had heard a hissing sound of uh, around the the tent, and as she turned around to see what figure, lo- see what was making that noise, uh, she turned around to see a figure that looked like a man, uh, looked like an owl that was as big as a man. <laughs> big motherfucking owl. Big fucking owl. That's a big if fucking I see owl. that, I'm fucking. Dude, I'm owls pulling are a 180. Scared. I'm getting out of there. Owls are. Have you like heard a barn oh, yeah. owl scream? Jamie, hold on. Let's let's pull this up. I was actually just talking about this. Find an owl. Find find us an audio bite of the owl man. Mm. Oh yeah, that too, dude. If it sounds anything like this, I'm fucking terrified. This is recorded on September 11th, 2017. <laughs> Pass. No, <laughs> nah, that ain't me. That ain't me. Let's see here. Owl man. Owl man. <laughs> Just turns into an ad for Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> but so, the owl man. Sounds like a little bit of that barn owl screech yeah. I heard. So that's all I'm saying, man. Is like <laughs> if it sounds anything like that, I'm gone. Yeah, I don't want to be any part of that. Uh-uh. Um, 
But then it says, uh, the girl reported that the creature flew up into the air, revealing a black pincher, black pinched claws, uh, as well as sightings of the figure were continued to be reported on the following day. Um, and when it came to the description, people said for both, it was both like a silverish gray as well as black. Um, on the occasions two years later that people still were making reports in June and August of 1979, uh, all within the vicinity of that church in specific. The one there in Monia. Mm-hmm. Um, and then looks like here that the first witness dates all the way, or the the farthest witness uh, with real like solid evidence rather than just calling right, in just here, yeah, just was in 1995 so still pretty recent, recent yeah. um, a female tourist from Chicago wrote to the Western Morning News um, claiming to have seen a man bird with a ghastly face, a wide mouth glowing eyes, pointed ears and what uh, she described as clawed wings Jesus, said it was flying over Monan. so I mean I think that's pretty interesting that uh yeah, a bunch of sightings, and you know, no one's saying that it's been super active of like killing or hunting people, right, but it, yeah. it is just scaring people, yeah, and it's it just kind of stalks. Yeah, but uh, and then hearing the owl man too. Yeah, don't like that. Mm-mm. I just picture it picking up old like small dogs. You yeah. know, <laughs> your dog's just gone. My feet gone. Yeah. My dogs are barking. My dogs are like, please. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I don't know it's fucking. A little spoopy. Oh, spoopy. A little spoopy. But I don't it's know. the sound bites that do it to me. Yeah? Yeah. I'll have to make sure that uh, yeah, you always from, from now on I'll, I'll yeah. start bringing the sound bites to yeah. them. It, it, like, actualizes them as the, mm-hmm. what does it, you know? Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'll just start talking about true shit that's got really scary sound bites. Are you saying that's not real? Huh? Are you saying that none of these have been real? No, I'm saying, like, true crime. Things that have been reported yeah, yeah, yeah. on the, the LAPD. I don't know, man. That starts to feel a little sleazy to me. Sleazy. Yeah, like true crime stuff. Mm. It feels a little bit like. I like murder mysteries. Exploitative, you know. I like murder mysteries where it's like, I mean, I see the meme that always makes me laugh. Where it's like, you know, me being murdered on the side of the highway, and it's like two mid thirties women. <laughs> All right, murder babies. Let's talk about <laughs> our favorite killing. You know. <laughs> No, people, people, yeah, people do exploit it a whole lot to a certain level of, uh, it's kind of creepy. Yeah. But I think it's interesting to like, like I watched Dahmer. Uh, I started, I didn't finish it. Yeah. Um, like I think it's interesting for like that, but man, yeah, some, some of these people watch it and like listen to it and do research religiously about it. And it's like, that's a little creepy. Uh, It's a little scary. Yeah. It's a little sketch. But, uh, that's all I had for my cryptid. Um, what you been thinking about? I've been thinking about the American Trucking Simulator. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, <laughs> I've been playing it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally you just you, doing. you drive a truck, hmm. like a Mac, like a semi truck, mm-hmm. right? You pick up your whatever the the cargo is, mm-hmm. drive it somewhere. Sure, you like you've got turn signals and yeah. shit, and like I put in an audio book or whatever, mm-hmm. and I'm just. 
Like I, I honk the horn at people that are going too slow. <laughs> like it's all computer. I mean, it's not it's not other people. Uh-uh. It's a computer, and I'm like, get off the road, you know. And I'd be speeding, you know, but I'd be like five over, you know, <laughs> five you're fine, ten you're mine, you know. <laughs> so five just, you're fine, ten you're mine. I'm trying to figure out how to put on the fucking uh, cruise control, you know, <laughs> and just brrr, drive at eighty mile an hour down the fucking road. But I was telling you and you and Morgan. Like, there's a bunch of expansions because it's like I've got like Nevada, California, and another state. I don't remember. Arizona. 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 <laughs> That's what I said. And, uh, <laughs> you didn't tell me I had Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> but there's a bunch of games or a bunch of states that are like DLC, basically. Mm-hmm. And it's like the entire West Coast and then like the second state in. Right, like down that line, sure, and Texas, but I was doing the math. If I bought all the states, it was like like a hundred some dollars, like a hundred and like ten bucks. How much was the like, game? I don't remember, like maybe fifteen, twenty. Well, that ain't bad. Could have been more. I don't remember. I probably got it on a Steam sale. I'm sure. Could have been. Inflation's but, crazy these days. <laughs> but <laughs> what? How about that? <laughs> how about the weather? Huh? Um, <laughs> I fucking, yeah, like, I, I lose myself. I just get in there. It literally, like, it took, like, an hour and a half. I'm just going to get you a tricker hat. To, dude, I told Morgan, I was like, if I just did, like, streaming mm. for, my, for, like, my job, I would get, like, the full, like, I'd get, a, a like, the steering wheel and the, oh, yeah. the pedals and all that and just stream truck simulators, <laughs> you know? And uh, Even got the horn. <laughs> burp, burp. You know? I could do it. Get rid of your gaming chair and you just have a semi Yeah, like, but like one of the really nice, like, you know, when <laughs> yeah. people own their but own truck. You know, it's the one where the, it's got the real bouncy Bounce, when you're yeah. moving it. Yeah. But uh, I sleep in my office from now on. <laughs> I just, yeah, I've got a cab in the back that I just sleep in. You got a hot plate and a, you got a piss bottle. <laughs> I make, it's just a Sprite bottle, two I make liter. Morgan dress up real nasty and I call her a lot lizard. <laughs> I make her put in fake nasty teeth, you know. You guys drive down to the truck stop. <laughs> yeah, about to pick her up, bring her back. That's, that's horrendous. That is awful. Yeah, I give her a ten dollars, you know. Ten dollar acid TJ's. That's a disgusting line from that. Yeah, this is moving faster than ten dollar acid TJ's. You're like, Ugh. damn, that's moving fast. That's, that's scooting. Uh, and then the other thing, like I mentioned, an audiobook. Uh, I've been listening to World War Z. Oh, that's good shit, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. You say that like you've read it. Have you read it? <clears throat> I've read parts of it. I started to read it. It was one. I've read I, excerpts. <laughs> no, I read reviews on Twitter. I had it, and then I I moved, and I lost it in the move. Yeah. The audiobook, I think, is it. Like that's the way to do it. Because mm-hmm. uh, like they've got Alan Alda in this bitch. Like they've got actors in this yeah. doing the voice acting for it. I don't know that. But I love, I like, as I've been listening to it, I told Morgan I could definitely see them doing it as a show. Sure. Do a series. Because the way it's set up basically is, it's like the movie World War Z with Brad Pitt mm-hmm. pretty much isn't the book at all. No. Other than that there's zombies and it's global. Mm-hmm. Um, but the book is after the fact. And, like, basically, we've, we're on the upswing again. Yeah. After the zombie war is what they call them. Or, like, the zombie wars. Um. And the person who is like the author, air quote, right, of the book, mm-hmm. it's actually his findings as he's like a UN investigator 
and he's traveling around and meeting all these different people who have like important or noteworthy stories from yeah. during the zombie wars. Yeah. And it's him interviewing them about like their experience. Yeah. So the chapters are broken up into like, like one of the chapters is like home front USA. And so he's talking to people who these were their experiences in the U S right. And things like that. So I, I could definitely see them doing almost anthology style. Sure. Where like, the main character of the show is the investigator, mm-hmm. and then each episode is a different person's sure. perspective. Yeah, dur- that would actually wars. be really cool. And I think that'd be a vastly better way to do it than trying to do a movie, mm-hmm. because you know, like there isn't really an overarching plot other than it's this investigator who is talking to all these different people. And to hear it in like an audio version, it just sounds like you're listening to interviews. You know what I mean? Um, and so it's kind of interesting that way. Where at times it's like really thought out. As far as like, oh, wow, yeah, that would be a problem. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, and looking at different perspectives of like, how did how did they handle it in Cuba or in China or in uh, Africa, you know, South Africa, things like that. Yeah. And just what was it like to be on, like I looking ahead at some of the chapters that I've got coming up, I wonder if one of the characters is an astronaut Ooh. who was like on the space station or something. Yeah. Um, just I can't remember what the chapter was called, but I was like, that sounds like like something from space. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, yeah, that'd be an interesting perspective of like, <laughs> we're stuck up here, don't know what's going on down there entirely, yeah. right? And it's radio silent. Yeah, or or like mixed radio. You know, we got mm-hmm. some info at the beginning and then kind of went silent, and then we started getting some transmissions, right? So I just think that'd be interesting. But yeah, I really do like the idea of doing it as a show. And when yeah. I've read online, I mean, I'm not original for having come up with that. That seems to be the consensus. It's like, we want a TV show of World War Z. But uh, yeah, definitely check out, like, not a sponsor at all. Mm-mm. But like, if you can get it on, like, Audible or wherever else they do audiobooks, mm-hmm. I think the, like, the, uh, I think it's like the director's cut. Yeah. Or like the ultimate edition, something of that effect. It's a long ass audiobook, but it's got some really good stuff in there. Great voice acting. What have you been thinking about? Um, honestly, I've been grinding on God of War. Yeah, which we'll talk about next week. Yeah, following up with uh, the conclusion of Andor. Yep. Um, I've been playing the fuck out of Grand Theft Auto lately. Yeah, you have. Like I've been yeah, doing a shit. Somebody that actually likes. To yeah, play this, yeah. And him and I, we'll do a shit ton of heists. He's got, like, all the heists unlocked, and we'll just do that and make bank. Um, and there's this game I, I think you should get. It's called Plate Up. Okay. I th- I think I mentioned to to you before. I'm, I'm not sure if it was on or off, uh, you know, the recording. Okay. But it's this game where it's you and up to, like, four or five people Okay. Um, own this restaurant. Okay. And it's almost like gang beast art style where you're just uh-huh. like these blob people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, one of them's dressed up in a chef's outfit and the other one's dressed up as like, you know, a server like in a vest. Yeah. yeah. But um you go through and you have like certain tables you can set up and you know, the kitchen you set up and you have to get these people's orders, yeah, make their like food. Yeah, it's like across like diner dash and kind of, but you know, the second one of them gets mad, you lose the whole game. Oh, and you have okay. to start over. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's a lot of fun, and there's times where, like, you know, because if I'm the server, I can still cook the food. Yeah. Right? Like, or if you're the chef, like, you know, you're like, fuck, I need to grab these plates over yeah, here. Yeah, I've got to get this order know, out. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, the bar is about to go down of people waiting outside. Yeah. I need to grab this plate off the table so people can start walking over here. You start cooking the burgers. So as soon as they sit down, we already got we're their in. order. Yeah. yeah, we already got their order. 
and so it's like you know a lot of that communication and mm-hmm. i've been playing with uh, one, one of my buddies and it's a lot of fun and i i think you might be good at it too yeah. i'm hankering that game that's it's fucking good what was that game that we looked up pulsar yeah lost colony yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where it was you know because i was telling you about ftl uh-huh which is like the you know managing a space a spaceship mm-hmm. as you travel across the galaxy and i was like man what if it was co-op and first person we found and it. i googled i was like ftl but co-op and first person mm-hmm. everybody's like this is the game right here and it looks really good yeah we'll have to we'll have to check that out because it's up to five people and you all have like different but i was looking there's also you can have ai okay and you- like crew members yeah so if you mm-hmm. don't have five people that sure. you can consistently get together to play it sure because that would be kind of hard to organize <laughs> but uh other than that i'm just uh <laughs> oh i got uh bmng drive oh yeah i'm fucking on that i don't know how to work the controls <laughs> not one bit it's not good at it nah no, I don't know how to slow it and down. And you were all excited. I was too, man. Like it comes in, it's like you didn't one. Realize that it was going to be involved. Yeah, first off, like it makes you drive a stick. I don't. I mean, like I know the premise of a stick, but I'm not right. great at it, especially not on a computer. Um, so like I'm yeah. just like going maybe 20 miles an hour, <laughs> trying to crash into a pole. Yeah. Um, it's a fender bender. Yeah, you know, and so that's what the airbags don't even go off. Mm-mm. But um. I heard that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <clears throat> um, that's about it. Well, I mean, yeah. I've really been grinding on God of War. I made a lot yeah. of progress. I will say, like, from the last point, I was sitting at, like, tw- 11 hours mm-hmm. and, like, 40 minutes right from my last save. Yeah. And then from my new save, I'm sitting at, like, 2230. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just... Yeah, doubled it. You know what I've been fucking doing? What? I've been playing the shit ton out of Inscription. Yeah. I, I damn near beat it last night. Did you? I did. That's crazy because you really got to be God of War. We I know. About it on I know. But it was just something like I still had it pulled up and I was like, let me just play this. You know, mm-hmm. let me, you know, it's it's a card game for those yeah. who don't know. And I'm like, let me just play this one last card game. And I beat it. I beat, I made it all the way through. Right. Made it like the 2D stuff. Yeah. I made it through the 2D stuff because oh, okay. yeah. it, it set me back from when we were talking on Discord for a little bit. I was sitting there and I was trying to go through uh, the first part where it's the actual card game with the the one dude, the prospector, yeah. and all the other people. I beat that and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then it was the two D burnt through the two like all the two dimensional shit like in yeah. twenty minutes. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Because I remember when I started the last time, the first one took me forever. So I don't know what I did different in this one, right. but I burnt through it. And then it kicks you back into another one of the first one, like but card I th- game. yeah, but it, with a different character. Okay. And I think you might have to do it with because there's four main characters and you've taken down one and I'm taking Two. down the second one. I would assume that I would probably have, have to, to do, do four. it. Yeah, four yeah. in total, which sounds like a lot, mm-hmm. but I'm it's pretty quick paced now. It's not as yeah. slow as the first one. Yeah. So I might, if I'm editing, I might have to hop back on that tonight because that is something that's yeah. been boggling me. Yeah. Sorry, that was just one of those last yeah, second. Like, oh, wait, oh, I know fuck. what I've been thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. But what about you? What have you been thinking about? I already told you. That's right. Jesus. That's right. I get so caught up in what I say sometimes. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, so again, we want to thank you guys so much for listening uh, and all your support. Obviously, that's right. Uh, if you like this episode, be sure to leave us a great review on iTunes, five stars everywhere else. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it's always a big help. Share us on social media. <laughs> Tell one friend about us. You know? Yes. Like just one. Like just that's one. all. A friend. Like, tell a friend. Tell a friend. I expect a friend from each of you. <laughs> Dude. Listen, I got two high C's here. Right? One, <laughs> one of them's, them's unopened. Got, yeah, one of them's unopened. So That's bring your a friend. friend. That's for your friend. Church only works if we get new sheep to shepherd, you know? <laughs> like... <laughs> A friend, tell. I'm just getting mad. Chris, if people want to give us some feedback, suggestions, uh, you know, join the church, right? Hear about the good word. The word. Yeah. yeah, you can always, you know, take a look at us on our Instagram, Facebook, you know, Twitter. Uh, you know, our Instagram uh, is Simply Whelmed Podcast. Our Twitter handle is Whelmed underscore Simply. You can always check out our YouTube as well. That does not have any. <laughs> Anything on it? Started shaking my head at you. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mention the YouTube. Um, (laughs) If you want to catch an episode that's ten ten weeks old, go to our YouTube channel. It's simply one podcast. Uh, But then, of course, if you had any suggestions or wanted to talk about, uh, you know, any cryptids, anything specific, or if you wanted to hear anything about us to talk about, if you want to disagree with me on movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Collins got it. Yeah. So, yeah. like, yeah, who's up next? Yeah. I feel like I'm going to get something from Chris Collins. It's like, <laughs> he's probably like, oh, this is the episode for me. <laughs> he tunes in, we hate it, and I call him out by name. He's like, you drop his IP address. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa. Um, but yeah, you can always let us know. It's simply well mailbag at gmail.com. That's right. So, next week, we're going to be doing our, <laughs> I've got it in quotes here because it will not be a short episode, I'm sure. No. Doing our mini sode. Uh, where we're only going to talk about God of War and Andor. So probably Andor first, and just as like a big picture. And then... Here's what we liked about the, the season. And then we're just going to get crazy on God of War. And then we're going to get stupid on God of War. Um, so there's not going to be any news or cryptids or what we're thinking about. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be us talking about God of War and Andor. Uh, and then the first week of the new year, we'll be doing an episode on Glass Onion, because that'll be out on Netflix. That's right. So that's going to be the episode, uh, Chris. Bye. <laughs> that's the end of the show. Like, the end we're not doing show. any more of this. Uh-uh, that <laughs> was the, the last episode. So long. Goodbye.